Hello and welcome to PB and Style. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and you are listening to the number one podcast for thinkups, startups, and scale ups who want to use authentic marketing to increase engagement and conversions using personal branding techniques. Now, I know, guys, it is difficult these days. We've um, had this huge scare with the coronavirus and it's left people, you know, wondering how in the world they're going to make their businesses grow. How are they going to get clients? How are they going to stay afloat? I completely understand it. And I'm so excited to have a tool, an opportunity that I know for sure, for certain, will help you to navigate these waters, whether it's coronavirus today or whether it's, you know, I'm sick and can't go to a networking event tomorrow, whatever the case may be that is keeping you at home and away from doing some of those traditional marketing tools, those traditional marketing activities that you are accustomed to doing. When those aren't possible, I have got some great ways to help you navigate those waters and it is going to require you to change your behavior. Now, that can be hard. I know we've all heard the saying, you know, you can't, you know, an old dog can't change it or you can't teach an old dog new tricks. That's it. Um, But we're going to do that today. I'm going to show you some ways that you can change your behavior for the better and at the same time using your own characteristics, your own qualities to help you do it. So if this is something that you've been struggling with, being able to do something different to get a different result, stick around because that's what today's podcast is all about. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. All right, I'm going to dive right in. It's just me today. I don't have any guests on, but that's okay because I am enough. <laughs> anyway, so I am at home. I'm in the middle of this whole coronavirus thing. I'm with my kids. So if you hear noise in the background, that's what it is. I am living my truth, guys. I am not ashamed. Um, but I wanted to share these tips with you because while we've been out, my business interest in my business has grown exponentially with men and women who are so accustomed to using uh, traditional marketing techniques. And what I mean by that is like they rely on those networking events that happen every week, i.e. the chamber, um, Toastmasters, some people do that. Um, Maybe that's not a networking thing, but chamber um, and other small groups within their localized area to help them find new clients and gain referrals. And when that aspect of their marketing strategy is taken away, it leaves a big dent in how they gain new customers. And so I'm here because when I was speaking with these these people during these discovery calls, what I found myself having to repeat multiple times was the fact that they are going to have to do something different to get different results. And in some cases, they had never really um, given any uh, real attention to doing their marketing online. They were like very set on those traditional techniques. 
for whatever reason, you know, I don't find it, you know, it doesn't really work for me. I don't really know how to use it. Um, I'm not willing to do X, Y, or Z to get my customers. I can't afford ads. All of that, I heard all kinds of reasons as to why people were unwilling to consider digital marketing for part of their marketing strategies. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's time for some behavior changes because in times like this, when we're dealing with situations like the coronavirus and we are quarantined, we are practicing social distancing right now um, and people are locked up in their homes, but business cannot stop. And the beauty of changing your behavior and creating strategies with your marketing that allow you to utilize the digital marketing space, the digital space with social media, it opens up who your customers are exponentially. You can now do business with people all over the world if you tap into this resource of social media and digital marketing. And so primarily when I'm going to talk to you today about behavior change, that's, what I, that's one of the things that I want you to consider if you haven't done so already. But there are other things in your life and your business that you might need to change your behavior on. And these tools that I'm going to give you, these tips um, will certainly apply. So let's go ahead and dive right in with the first tip that I want to give you. And that is to set a goal. So this is what I want you to do because it's going to help you really stay focused and stay on track in times when things get really hard. And believe me when I tell you, things are going to get difficult because sometimes, you know, the results we're looking for take time. Sometimes the success we are trying to achieve is going to be a slow growth process. And there will be times along the way where you want to give up. There'll be times along the way where you get frustrated with people. There'll be times along the way when you feel like it's just never going to happen. And so if you set a goal, the activities that you do to reach your goal, even though sometimes you might not want to do them or you might do them as might not do them as well, at least you have a goal that you can always swing yourself back to to help keep you on track. So the next thing is to be realistic. Don't set these high, crazy goals for yourself that, you know, you're just destined for failure. And when you, because when you do that, what you're doing is setting yourself up for the failure that you are basically already planning for. I sometimes people think, I think they do this because um, I have someone, I know someone who has a business and sometimes it seems to me like this person um, purposely, um, doesn't do something because or or purposely sets just out of the box expectations knowing that they'll never be met so when they aren't met she they can say oh well see it didn't work it just you know it didn't work be realistic like don't set such crazy attainable goals i mean such crazy goals that aren't attainable or don't set goals that are outside of your zone of genius that you know is going to be very frustrating just understanding how to do that thing so reward yourself with positive words and affirmation. So every day during this process of trying to achieve your goal, write a word that'll keep you motivated. Just say something nice about yourself or to yourself um, that will help you stay in a positive mindset while achieving your goals. And when you're realistic, it's easy to do that. It's easy to, I like to use my mirror in my bathroom. I get a dry erase pen and I'll set 
you know, activities for myself to do that day or the day from before I go to bed, I'll write, jot down a little something if I need to remember it and I don't want to go grab my planner and type it into my phone. I'll just use a dry erase pen. Sometimes I do that on my shower. I'll dry I'll use a dry erase pen and I'll put a word up there that's just going to motivate me or something, a, a, a scripture or something that I can go back and look at. But this is how you are going to maintain that, that realistic attitude towards the goal that you're setting. Now, the next thing to do is to be intentional. I talk about this all the time in my courses, in my books, in my content. Be intentional. Wake up daily and set your attention, intentions for how you're going to meet your overall goal. Now, one of the things that I like to talk about also in being intentional is for me, starting in 2020, I decided to create a morning routine. My husband has a job. He works from home, however, and so his commute is really just from the bed to the office. And so he doesn't have to get up really super early. But he does sometimes. He gets up a whole hour before it's time for him to really start work. And when his eyes open, sometimes it seems to me like he would just pop up out of bed and he would go. And I was like, what? how are you doing this? Because if I don't have anything to do until 10, you know, it's really easy for me to kind of lollygag around until about 9, you know. And so I asked him about this and he said the reason he's able to do it is because he's getting up with purpose. He knows what he's he needs to do to get his mind right to get to take that first conference call at eight o'clock in the morning and so i'll say that to you be intentional with your day wake up daily and set your intentions for how you want to meet your overall goal so an example for me when i got that in 2020 i decided that i needed three things to start my day these were three things that i had been lax on in years past and but that I felt were missing and and they really dealt with me taking time for myself and really feeding myself first thing in the morning so I developed a routine that got me up in time to do these three things and they take about an hour and a half of my morning but I'm getting up now with purpose and I'm getting up with the intention of meeting that goal for myself every single morning. So the third thing you need to do outside of setting your goals and being being realistic is to be intentional. Now, the next thing I want you to do is manage your expectations. This is a big one. I want you to give yourself behavioral t contingencies um, because you're going to wait. You're, you're going to waver. You're going to waffle a little bit at times. So you can't think that this journey to changing your behavior is going to be like, you know, without any challenges because it is. If we have a habit, we all know it takes, you know, 21 to 30 days to develop a habit. And so if you go into this with the mindset that because I decided to change, I am going to change, you're really setting yourself up again for failure because you have to manage those expectations allow yourself that that failure time but build in these contingencies so that when they happen you can really look at them for what they are and you can adjust where needed to get yourself back on track to meet those goals if you know what your potential pitfalls are you can also set up some 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 areas that help you mitigate those uh risk of failure or 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 backsliding, if you will. 
So when you manage your expectations, you're giving yourself these behavioral contingencies that'll help you uh, navigate these waters when things start to, to waffle a little bit. So give yourself some options to achieve the your, your goals, right? So if you know the outcome, um, if you know that you're changing your behavior and the perfect example of this is like when you're trying to lose weight, like for years, I have been trying to lose weight and you know, there are all these metabolic issues. But one of the things that I realized last year was, okay, if I stop thinking so much about what I can't have and just focus on the things that I can have, it makes it a little bit easier because then when I get hungry or I want a snack or something, I already have the things in my house that I can have. So I planned for those times of failure. I also know that dark chocolate is something that I love, but when I was trying to do the keto diet, um, you can't have sugar on this diet. Like you just can't have it. You can't have those carbs. And so I found or was I was exposed to, because I didn't find them myself, this brand of candy that is sweetened with, I think it's sweetened with stevia, and it's these little dark chocolate uh, candies. And they have coconut in them some, and some of them have almonds in them, but they're these squares, and they have like so little carbs in them, and I found them. Well, I set myself up, right? I know that I'm gonna like waffle when it comes to something sweet. So I made sure I had something sweet that was within the diet restrictions that I have been given. And so now when I want a piece of chocolate, I can just go grab one of those and boom, my chocolate tooth has been satisfied. I also did the same thing with zero vitamin waters. You know, sometimes you want lemonade or something like that. Well, zero vitamin water lemonade is really good. Satisfies that desire for something other than water. Um, but it also does not affect my blood sugar or the keto diet. So you have to manage those expectations, right? And set yourself up with these behavior contingencies. Now, the next thing that we're going to talk about is the fact that even with a change in behavior, you're going to have to take some risks. Okay. That's just not a question because, you know, it takes uh, great risks to get great rewards, right? So we want to step out there and do something that's that's outside of our comfort zone. It is okay to step outside of our comfort zone and it's okay to take those risks. Now, what I will say is that when you have created realistic goals and you are being intentional with those goals and you are managing your expectations, though there are risks that you can take, they are minimal. Right. I'm not asking you to jump off a cliff and just do something drastically different with a huge, you know, uh, cons uh, consequence on the back end. What I'm saying is make those behavior changes that are going to be realistic to you and set up those contingencies so that you are going to mitigate as much of the risk as you possibly can going into it. But when you do happen to fail, if the risk does prove itself to be too great, your fall is just not that hard. It's not that far. Okay, so the last thing that I'm going to share with you, the last thing I want you to do is prepare for the fall. Now, we did just mention that you do have to take risks. It's good. It's great because when we do that and it works out, it's fantastic. But there will be times when we jump off and we, we, we think that we've got everything covered and you don't necessarily have everything covered. So guys, we have to remember that a risk is a risk 
it's risky by definition, right? So we have to like really think things through. Again, we're back to that being realistic, being intentional and managing expectation aspect of everything. But when we do that, take some time and think out loud and make a list of those potential consequences that you that could possibly happen, right? Make a list of them. What could happen if I take this risk? How could this affect me in a negative way if I take this risk? Now, if this thing happens, this bad thing happens, how can I solve it? How can I come back from it? Come up with some solutions, right, to help you if these bad things happen. What can I do? How can I minimize the bleed? How can I make it, you know, as, as minimal as possible of a risk? And then also look at ways you can mitigate that risk. How can I prevent this from potentially happening in the first place? How can I set myself up with circumstances for optimal success to make sure I'm doing my absolute best? And if there is a failure, it's not because I didn't do my best. It's not because I didn't put forth the right effort. It's not because I was not intentional in the way I approach the risk in the first place. So guys, those are my six steps for changing your behavior. And pretty much you rinse, wash, and repeat this process as you are making different changes within your business, within your life. Set a goal, be realistic about that. Reward yourself with positive words and affirmations. Then be intentional, right? Wake up daily and set your mind on what it is you're going to do that day to achieve your overall goal. Manage your expectations. Give yourself some behavior contingencies so that you can set yourself up for achieving that intended outcome, right? And then take those risks. Don't be afraid of them because with great risk, there is great reward. So you want to make sure that you are giving yourself every opportunity to be rewarded with your business or with your life. And then lastly, prepare for those falls. They're coming. We know that life is not without bumps and bruises, so they're coming. But see how you can mitigate them by being proactive and not reactive. See how you can um, deal, make sure that you're making a list, being conscious of the risk and what could potentially happen and how you could come back from that. Get that all up front, right? You're not gonna catch everything, but try to catch as many of those issues as you can and come up with solutions for them in case they happen. Are you suffering from paralysis by analysis? Has the stress, fear, and overwhelm finally set in from being on the hamster wheel that is comparison? I get it. Distractions, frustrations, and self-doubt can get us and keep us stuck. My one-on-one coaching program helps you tap into your personal brand and then leverage it to increase engagement and conversions through my Be The Brand approach to strategic marketing. Get off the hamster wheel. Book a call with me today. Visit AndreaPatrick.com forward slash coach. Well, listen, guys, I talk about this type of stuff all the time because I feel like it is really an element of using who you are, knowing yourself so well that you can put feet to who you are and leverage it across platforms to grow your business or build your career, whatever the case may be. Personal branding is not logos. It's not websites. It's you. A personal brand is you. And by putting ING on the back of it, you are putting action to you and leveraging it across those platforms that are going to help people recognize who you are, trust who you are, and really decide to make and make decisions to work with 
you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Don't forget, you are always welcome to visit me over on my Instagram page at AFPatrick. I am over there all the time sharing crazy stuff with just not only my business, but with my family behind the scenes. And my IG stories always have something fun in it, usually a giveaway or access to some of my content. If you would like to join my Facebook group, that is another opportunity for you to be around like-minded people who are interested in growing their businesses as well, who are learning about using their personal brand across platforms to grow themselves and their business. I would love to have you inside that group. It is open. Um, all you have to do is do uh, click on uh, the link in the show notes below. I'll have that available to you. And as always, leave a comment. I want to hear from you. The question for you is, what behavior do you need to change? Answer that question down in the comments below. And guess what? You could potentially be mentioned in one of my next YouTube videos. Thank you again for listening. And remember, PB and Style is the number one podcast for think-ups, startups, and scale-ups who need to use authentic marketing to increase their engagement and conversions using personal branding. I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.